is Chris. And I'm Holly. Together, we're, we're the, the Friars. A long time ago when we first met, I fell madly in love with this woman. Oh. But she put me in the friend zone for over 20 years. Ugh, sweet Petunia. Eventually, I convinced her to be mine, and now we do our best to put up with each other. Hey! We're best friends who are married and love to talk. And we talk a lot. About absolutely everything. So sit back, have fun. And welcome to Following, following the, the Friars. <laughs> and your phone responded. Well, of course. Yeah. You may want to put that mallet in a different place. That doesn't get broken. There you go. You can fix it. I'll fix it later. Okay, you can. That's your job. Oh, thanks. My job to just sit here and I don't know. Yeah. I would say look pretty, but. <laughs> you do look pretty. You do look pretty. You look pretty every day. Oh, thanks. Even when you're like crusty and snotty because you've had the flu or whatever, you're still pretty, at least to me. Well, that's all that matters, that that I'm pretty to you. Yes. Yeah. Hey, let's talk about this pound cake. Um, It's a, it's delicious. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sorry, everyone listening. I'm eating uh, or nibbling on some pound cake. I I have a question. And this may be a, uh, this may be one of those things that modern science has just never been able to answer. Um, how is it that regardless of why are you laughing? I can already tell this is going to be something funny. <laughs> well, no, I'm, and this is a genuine question. Why is it that regardless of how moist or dry the pound cake is, it always crumbles apart into a gazillion little pieces, therefore making maximum mess either, you know, wherever you look at this, look at all that. Look at all that's like that's like a whole slice of cake in little tiny bits. It's it's one of the mysteries of the universe. It it, it's, it it's is pound cake. Uh, yeah, secrets. Yeah, yeah, got it. Big bang, black holes, pound cake. Got it. Yeah, exactly. Mysteries of the universe. That's exactly right. If we, we should do a whole like maybe we can contact the Discovery Channel and like do a whole like. Mysteries of the Universe, Pound Cakes, and have Morgan Freeman come and narrate it. <laughs> <laughs> and have different cake experts to well, explain yeah, to why explain it, why it all breaks apart why like this. Fall, yeah, why I mean, because this is really moist. Like, if I were to squish it, it would just be a flat lump of cake-like substance. Yeah. I mean, whatever. <laughs> now that everyone's heard what you're having for breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> And it is currently breakfast time. We, we've, we've, uh, we, so when we first started this thing, we would always do these at night. And now we're discovering that maybe we should do them in the mornings because, well. We're old now and we have energy in the morning and not at night. <laughs> I don't, I, you know, maybe that's it. I don't know. It is for me. After four o'clock, I'm done. 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 Mm-hmm. Done. 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 <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, couldn't help myself. This is this is the uh yeah, my brain's at like this really beautiful level of insanity right now. I need more coffee. Mm-mm. Hi, honey. Hi, dear. Good morning. Good morning. I feel like I've already gotten so much accomplished. I've pontificated pound, uh, pound cake. I took the one of the 
Dogs to the groomer. I made coffee that I have not consumed yet. Maybe I should. I think you should. You're just rambling on right now. Mm. Oh, goodness gracious, that's so good. Yeah, a little bit more of this and I'll feel more. Human-like. Yeah, more like I want to rock and less like I want to be an axe murderer. (laughs) We're saving lives, folks. We're saving lives. One cup of coffee at a time. One cup of coffee at a time. Mm-mm. So, not that it has any real bearing on 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 the podcast uh, uh, or or anything else, but you were just sharing with me something very very interesting um, about average mortgage rates. Because, it, in case anyone listening doesn't know, Holly is a realtor. Yes, I'm a real estate agent in Birmingham, Alabama, and. Uh, Along with the, you know, 5,000 other things we talk about in the mornings, Chris is my sounding board for real estate. Hey, well, you know. I have to talk all things real estate with him, so he probably knows a little bit more than he wants to know about. I mean, I think, I feel like I could go take the test and pass it and get my license, like, tomorrow, well, today. as easy as the test is, you could. Um, that really needs to be harder. Um, but anyway, yeah, no, I, I periodically get... Uh, emails from various mortgage companies just telling me, you know, what interest rates are doing, what they, you know, anticipate the market as far as interest rates, you know, to do. And this one, of course, we've heard this term before, uh, you know, the whole date the rate, marry the home. We're at a place with interest rates now where they're not, you know, as desirable as they were when we were at 3 and 4%. Right. So kind of the the thought is, you know, pick out the home that you can afford, love the home that you can afford, and then right. re- refinance when the rates come back down. It's how I bought my first home. It's how a lot of people bought their first home. I mean, me included. My my first home had a nine and three quarter percent interest rate. Um, my mom and dad had one in nineteen eighty one that had a thirteen percent interest rate. So, but this particular email had mortgages by the decade, just kind of showing. Um, you know, the av- what the average interest rate was per decade. And they started with the 70s. And I'm not going to go through all of these, but in the 80s, since that's when we grew up mostly, uh, the average interest rate, rate, excuse me, interest rate, I need more coffee, uh, was 12. Want some of mine? No. Ugh, no. <laughs> that's just, ew, no. Anyway, the average interest rate in the 80s was 12.7%. So wow. we're sitting just before, just below seven right now, and that's painful. It could be worse. Well, and then it could be worse. Now yeah. it's not as great as four, but what what the pontificators are anticipating is within the next twelve to eighteen months. A lot of if, big words there, honey. Just I'm keep in mind, sorry. I'm a drummer. Okay, well, you put too many big words in a row, and I'm just going to blank out. The powers that be think <laughs> might happen based on historical data and what happens in the market with historical data is in the next 12 to 18 months, (laughs) inventory will recover and we'll experience a period of refinancing because the interest rates will drop. Well, hopefully that pans out. So this just lends to what I've been saying all along. There's not going to be a housing bubble. We're not going to have a 2007, 8, 9 situation. We're having a stabilization of the market what yeah. was happening a few months ago is not normal. 
what is happening now is more normal than so, before. So, so would it be fair to say that at least in our area, um, what we were experiencing during this crazy like boom that happened mm-hmm. uh, during late 2020 and like all through 2021 and through most of this year, um, there was supply chain issue. That, that hiccup created a scenario in which builders could not get well, it was more than just new construction. Builders was, and flippers was, and everybody. It was resale on existing homes. There just was not enough inventory. It was inventory yeah. driven. So when you have a supply and demand situation, so, that's going to drive price. And that's true for any industry. So it's that, not just real estate. So then my, my, my question is, where did the sudden jump in demand happen? Do they know? Millennials coming into the market. They're first-time home buyers. Oh, wow. The, the, there's... And I can't give you right off the top of my head numbers of how many millennials are out there, but they are a large swath of the population right now who is coming of age to own their first home. Wow. So there's not. It's just. There were not. It's just a timing thing. It's a timing thing. Wow. uh, So that possibly the same set of circumstances probably could have unfolded regardless of what else was going on in the world historically yes yeah it wow. just happened to be it just we, happened to we be. had a shutdown and just a lot of you know the planets aligned and it all happened at one yeah. time um so yeah you have you wow. have a lot of first-time home buyers come into the market and nothing to sell them wow uh, so when you get into a supply and demand situation and you have you know 35 buyers wanting the same house that's going to create a bidding war yeah so, you know. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. So I say all that to say, <laughs> while a 7%, I'm using round numbers here, while a 7% interest rate is not ideal. Bit of you, an ouchie. You can still afford a house. You just have to buy less house. Yeah. So at 4%, if you could have afforded a $300,000 house, at 7%, you may only be able to afford a $200,000 house and keep your payment the same. Yeah, that's the caveat. Keeping the payment, keeping the affordable. payment the same. So yeah. it's it's, yeah, it, it's not ideal. Um, you know, I'm beginning to see not creative financing, but I'm beginning to see some things that you know um, are being offered that weren't offered before the interest rates went up. That I would not recommend, especially to a first time home buyer. And I'm not going to get into all that because I'm not into lending. It's just my personal preference. Yeah. You know, fixed rate 30-year or fixed rate 15-year conventional, <laughs> you know, the things that our the, parents did. Yeah, the easy ones. Yeah, the, yeah, the easy ones, usually easy ones. Um, but, yeah, so that's, yeah, that that's my little tidbit on real estate today. Yeah. And uh, to kind of expand on that, and it's not really about mortgage rates. It's more about, you know, just trying to promote my business on social media. Yeah. I uh, had posted some fun facts about myself yesterday and <laughs> had put in the the post that i'm certified in scuba and one of our friends comments and says how did i not know this about you and of course I, oh wait i respond wait 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 i gotta i have to finish and i responded like you know we're we've been friends forever how did you not know i, I don't know how you didn't know this like i thought everybody knew that i am certified in scuba 
I wait as a caveat. And she says, I don't think we've ever even been swimming together. Yes. And what I did not comment back to her, because I wasn't going to, is, well, it's a good thing because I don't know how to swim. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, people, I can scuba dive, but I cannot swim. I can tread water with the best of them. Like, if it was an Olympic sport, I would get the gold medal. I can keep my head above water. Oh my but I God. cannot swim. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh, that is so hilarious. Oh. <laughs> Wait. How have I been your... <laughs> how have I been your best friend since we were 12? Uh, it's a lot of years. Yeah. And I did not know that you don't know how to swim. I don't know that either. Because we've, I, been, we've been best pals since what? For... Seventh grade. Yeah. Like... 1983 yeah almost 40 years yeah how did i how did i not know that you don't know how to swim i have no idea that either i i'm sure i mean because we've been how do you how do you make it this far in life and don't know how to swim while being scuba certified you had to get it wait let me wait <laughs> let me let me just figure this out here i'm just <laughs> folks give me a minute um you had to get in the water to put on all the you had to put on all the gear and jump into a deep pool of water and then what happened okay a couple of things here when Uh you are learning to scuba dive Uh uh-huh you have a buoyancy control unit it's a vest that Uh you fill up with air Uh uh-huh and you can control is it like the thing that they do on the delta airlines like pre-flight demonstration you you no, I don't. Well, I mean, kind pull of on the care. tab. No, you don't pull on the tab. Oh, okay. This one's connected to your your tank. Wait, so you're wasting your valuable oxygen <laughs> going into your flotation device? What kind of BS <laughs> is this? You don't use much of it, but the point is, I'm going to need every little bit I can get my I hands on. Basically, have on a life jacket. Okay. So, you know, as long as there's air to inflate it, <laughs> I can float. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my goodness. Okay, wait a minute. So you, I'm still trying to wrap my head around this. How did you get? You don't have to know how to swim to scuba dive. You're beneath the water, not on top of it. Okay, okay. That makes total sense, sort of. (laughs) Not really, but wow. Okay. I'm still lost. That's it. We're going to get you certified so you can see how this works. We can, well, do it. Well, we can do it right here in Birmingham. Will knowing how to Here's swim hinder my ability to get, to get certified? I, maybe. I wonder how many scuba... Maybe. I wonder how many, what the statistics are on people who are certified for scuba and they can't swim. I, I wonder if, like, you're the only one. Okay, everyone out there listening, the, the you know, four of you, um, we need to know, we need to know, if you're certified in scuba, do you know how to swim? Yeah. I know. know. Most insane thing I've ever. I have been 100 feet below the surface of the water, diving, and wow. Yeah, if you if you fall in and need saving, it's not going to be me that's going to do it. We'll both go down. (laughs) Now, now, okay. So now I have a question. 
Because yeah. I think this certainly applies. Yeah. You, so I know that there's ways to do like, I know there's these things called drift dives. Oh, I've done one. Yes. Right. Oh, cool. Um, but, you know, there are parts of the ocean that just like drop right off and goes into the deep, deep, that deep was, water. That was the 100 foot dive I did. Okay. On the wall. So my question is, mm-hmm. um, I'm horrifically afraid of heights. You know this about I me. I am too. I'm terribly afraid so of heights. So did that not mess with your brain? Mm-mm. No. I would be terrified. Mm-mm. The only part of it that's unsettling is the deeper you get, the darker it gets. There's no no color, no light, no, you know, you lose you lose all of that the farther away from the surface yeah. you get. So, and we were only down for just a few minutes. See, not being able to see the bottom would flip me out. Like, I, I would, I don't know that then, I can handle that. Well, never dive the gulf then because you don't see anything more than 15 feet in front of you, which is probably good because there's critters that you don't want to see, but... um if you dive the Caribbean, it's clear. Like a 60-foot dive, you can still see the bottom of the boat. Oh, wow. hmm Wow, that's really interesting. Yeah. I mean, the best diving is really between 40 and 60 feet anyway. That's where all the pretty stuff is. Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll get me one of those fancy, I'll steal one of those little fancy life vest things off a of Delta flight or, you know. <laughs> It's not gonna strap do a it, tank okay. to my strap a tank to my back and <laughs> we'll just use that to blow it up okay then good luck <laughs> good luck yeah wow that's so wow i'm still giggling on the inside about the fact that you can't swim wow i cannot i'll go get scuba lessons and you can go get swimming lessons mm-hmm. i've made it this far i don't need to know how you might. I mean, I can water ski, and, and I mean, I grew up on the water. <laughs> That's what's even funnier. I grew up on the water. Yeah, I know. I, I know this about you. <laughs> Used to spend every, like, huge chunks of time at the lake mm-hmm. growing up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not afraid of water. I just can't swim. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's wonderful or awful. Or maybe a little bit of both. Hey, I can float, too. I can tread water, and I can float. Okay. So, you know Fair what? Enough. As long as I can float, uh, you know, I, I'll be good till somebody can rescue me. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. That's- See, you just thought you knew everything about me. Well, yeah, no, I don't know everything about you. That's for sure. <laughs> That's, so there, so wow. there's your there's your additional fun fact for the day. Additional fun fact. Wait, I, you know what? I should like, hang on. <laughs> Maybe it's. Oh wait, wait. Here we go. It's additional fun facts. It... <laughs> additional fun fact number four hundred and three. Holly can't swim. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. How about, what if, you know, if we had a studio audience, maybe they would be going like, (laughs) isn't that fun? So fun. Yes. (laughs) Boy and his toys. Yes. There's buttons and you put stuff on the buttons and then the buttons light up and then you hit it and it makes a sound and, you know. Oh, no. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Mm Mm-mm. So on on to other things. 
you got off the, came in from the road yesterday and um, your tiniest best friend was so happy to see you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was, <laughs> I was in the bathroom. Oh, that's what everybody wants to hear. No, 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 no. I had just taken a shower and I've got my clothes on. My hair's dripping wet, but I got my clothes on. My hair's <clears throat> going everywhere and I'm trying to comb my hair and Anna Kate peeks in and she goes are you about to take a shower and I said no I just got out of the shower she goes but your clothes are still on <laughs> <laughs> that's because I've dried off because I just put them on <laughs> she was cracking me up yesterday and then she asked where well where are you going I was like I'm not going anywhere why well you just took a shower <laughs> clearly like, well, at her house you go somewhere after you've had a bath yeah <laughs> Yeah. She was cracking me Clearly. up calling you sweetsy yesterday. Yeah, where did that come I from? I have no idea. I mean she's sweetsy. Sweetsy. Yeah, she's really hilarious. What was it she said in the car when we left though? Oh, she, <laughs> so wait a minute, where were we going? We were gymnastics. We, we were taking her to, as she says it, gymnastics. Yeah, we were going to gymnastics. Um and then you and I were gonna run some errands. We we had some real estate things to do okay let's tell it like it is i needed to show houses i didn't want to drive so chris was my chauffeur yeah um, hey you want to go spend quality time together like <laughs> yeah honey that would be great <laughs> awesome you can drive me across town <laughs> during rush hour yeah it was rush hour why you gotta put the why you gotta put the frustration on me man i got I, you know i might have heart conditions too you know like you know, I might I might have stress problems. You know, why are you going to put that on you me? You navigate all that better than I do. Uh, so. And it was, I, I and it just was don't, quality. Yeah, time. well, I, I just, yeah. you know. What? Okay. Whatever. But anyway, we were going to, we've digressed. We were going to run errands and show houses and stuff after dropping the nugget off at gymnastics. And because of this and knowing that we were going to need a little, uh, at some point, a little something to nibble on, Holly brings these peanut butter cheese crackers along. You get them at any, you know, at, at any uh, convenience store, convenience store mm-hmm. gas station or whatever. And she opens them up. She's eating them, crunching away. And we hear this little voice from the back of the, from the back of the car. Uh, hey, Nani. It smells like chocolate. Are you eating chocolate? <laughs> Silly Nani. Silly Nani. Mm-hmm. You're eating chocolate in the car. <laughs> If we, Holly and I both start, we both start giggling. And and what was it you asked? Oh, what do you, what do you think it smells like? Chocolate. No, does it smell like peanut butter? Oh, yeah. It smells like peanut butter. <laughs> You're eating peanut butter in the car. Oh, she's so funny. She is I, a mess. I have failed if she's confusing chocolate and peanut butter. Well, I mean... No, Reese's, Reese's cups, chocolate and peanut butter. Maybe That's chocolate and peanut butter. Actually, Reese's have almost like their own ratio. Permanent, yeah, yeah, permanently separate flavor profile. I was talking about this with one of the guys the other day mm-hmm. on the road. Mm-hmm. We were discussing how, and you and I have talked about this in private. Mm-hmm. When it comes to the Reese's um, peanut butter cups, the regular peanut butter cups, 
taste tastes a certain gross way. Gross to me. I don't. I don't but, like them. But they they taste a certain way. Mm-hmm. The miniature, the little tiny bite sized ones that are wrapped in the gold foil, mm-hmm. those taste entirely different. And then when you get into holiday time, right? So around this time of year, you get the pumpkins, pumpkin shapes. Mm-hmm. Christmas time, you get the trees. Those are you all the, fresh. They haven't you, been sitting on a shelf for like five years. Okay. That, That's why they taste different. They're fresh. No, 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 no. I don't, no, 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 no. The ratio to peanut butter and chocolate is different. Oh, yeah. There's less chocolate on those. There's more peanut butter. Yeah. It's, it's different. Mm-hmm. It's, so like they, with the, it's like with the cups. They did the, the, the chocolate form and then just put a little peanut butter in the middle. Mm-hmm. With the shapes, it's more peanut butter. It's, it's almost like they dipped the peanut butter into chocolate. Why are we having this conversation? I don't know. Where did we even? Oh, we were talking about Anna Kate. Peanut butter, chocolate. See, this is what okay. happens all the time. Yes, this is our life. Why are we why, talking about this? How do we, why do we care? Um, yeah. So. Yeah. That's why it tastes different. But, well, I mean, it's okay. But that's what we arrived at, me and the uh, the guys that we're talking about. Look at this. This pile of crumbs, just like a whole cupcake right there, just completely disassembled. Well, just, you the know. The only way you could dis- disassemble this further would be to, like, reduce it back to, like, eggs and flour. <laughs> Fold that up because I'm trying to not make a mess all over your really groovy Halloween decorations. Yeah, don't, don't be messing up my table now. Listen, some people like to decorate their home. For holidays. Some people like to decorate their home for Christmas and they go all out. This woman that I'm married to, who's looking at me from across the table right now with a smirk that only she could get. Oh, she just raised an eyebrow. Better hurry this along. Um, she enjoys decorating the house for Halloween. So if imagine all of the cool, groovy things that you can do for Christmas now just make that about like witches and black cats and ghosts and goblins and it's super awesome. Just call me Truvy. You- <laughs> Truvy from Steel Magnolias. Mm-hmm. Dolly Parton. Yeah, she decorated. Decorated. Yeah, her shop for all the holidays. Yeah. Yeah. Uh well, but in my defense, I mean I only go slightly overboard with Halloween. I mean Christmas is you know, I'm not in peril of being on one of those TV shows with the Christmas light battles, but I do, <laughs> I do go a little overboard with Christmas decorating. I don't yeah. think so. I, I don't. Th- I don't think you do at room. all. And, well, there's stuff. Well, not every room, but yeah, most every room. I was gonna say, just most every room in this house has something Christmas in it. Yeah, some more than others. Mm-hmm. How many Christmas trees are we gonna have this year? Think about this a minute. One, two, three. At least five. Oh, six, seven. At least seven. Seven Christmas trees. Maybe more. I don't know yet. I haven't started Completely decorating. and fully decorated. Mm-hmm. Folks, when I tell you she goes all out for Christmas, she goes all out for Christmas. It, lights make me happy. Yeah. Well, I'm just glad that we, you know, I'm, I'm glad that we uh, figured out the... Uh, we were smart enough to put everything on the ground floor. We used to like haul that stuff up and down these, this flight of stairs, put it in the attic. And, um, 
Now it's halts toward me. Yeah, all our, thank well, goodness. Yeah, our, my, my knees. Thank you. <laughs> mine do as well. Knees and hips and back. Sanity. Sanity. Oh, that's good. We need to hold on to that. Please. There's enough of that. Yes. So, are you done with your Christmas shopping? Uh, about fifty percent there. Really? Yeah. You're falling behind this year. I am falling behind. I'm usually finished by now. I know. So I'm having a little bit of anxiety over it. Uh, Why? But Amazon, thank you. We'll be visiting later. <laughs> I've been waiting for wish lists. Yeah, I the mean. kids are grown. It's hard to shop for them now. Yeah. What you said about me? Oh, you're not getting anything. Not even a lump of coal? Yes, you're getting a lump of Bag coal. Bag of switches? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I'll figure it out. Listen, socks and underwear. I didn't realize the brilliance of that when I was no, a kid. No, no, and no. Why not? I'm not buying drums, socks, or underwear for you. Why not? No. Just no. What about socks and underwear with drums on them? No. Okay. Folks, thank you for listening. This is our little podcast, Following the Friars. Um, we greatly appreciate it, and we invite you to share it with people whom you think might enjoy listening to our little bouts of insanity. <laughs> right? Yeah. You can find us on social media. Just search hashtag following the friars, Holly Fryer on Instagram, at the one Chris Fryer on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook, too. Yep. Just, just search us. You'll find us. Yep. 